Hello, and welcome to today's edition of the fight against COVID-19. What's really going on? A CGTN radio podcast that brings you everything you need to know about the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm Shane Bigham. In this edition, we'll look at the transmission of a new Omicron strain in China imported from overseas. China's detected 24 imported cases of a new Omicron variant, CH11. No domestic cases have been reported so far. China's Center for Disease Control and Prevention says the strains not expected to trigger widespread transmission in the short term. The Omicron variant has been detected in 67 countries and regions. CH11 is an Omicron subvariant that was first reported in India in July of last year. It's now responsible for around 25% of infections in the United Kingdom and also spread quickly in the United States, Denmark, and Singapore. There's no evidence that shows the variant's deadlier than its predecessors of the Omicron family. For more insight, Li Dongning spoke with Professor Zhao Dehai from the School of International and Public Affairs at Shanghai Jiao Tong University. How will this survey actually help authorities to assess the risks of another potential COVID-19 outbreak? First, uh, this survey is uh, a scientific research, not an uh, implementation of a government policy, the survey must be according to the ethical guideline. Second, this survey may offer some meaningful results on the overall level of the infection of COVID-19 among the public in Beijing. In addition, it can also show the quantitative level of the antibody among the population based on the information, particularly for the quantitative level of the antibody, it will help the government to understand the protection probability and the duration of the antibody and forecast the potential second wave of the pandemic and adopt the related measures of preparing for the potential future outbreak of COVID-19. However, this survey cannot forecast the mutation of the virus and its potential pandemic. Talking about mutation, what's your assessment of the new variant CH1.1? Is it likely to cause another round in the infections? The CH1.1 variant belongs to uh, the Omicron BA.2, although it has some differences between uh, BN.2 and BA.5, which is the virus infected by uh, uh, most Chinese people. Previous studies have shown that people who have been infected with the BA.5 have strong protection against BA.2 and uh, its uh, uh, variants such as uh, the CH.1.1. Considering the CH.1.1, belong to the Omicron, and most Chinese people have been just infected uh, the Omicron virus. It's impossible for the CH.1.1 to cause another round of the pandemic in China in at least three uh, months. Mm. All right. Now, China's National Health Commission said on Monday, and uh, the civilians also are feeling that the COVID-19 cases are at a low level in the country. Uh, How do you assess China's current prevention and control measures there? The peak of the uh, first wave of the pandemic of COVID-19 in China has been passed. 
considering most Chinese people have been just infected the virus, the new daily infected population in China will be at a low level in at least three months if the virus is not mutated, uh, mutated dramatically. According to the uh, previous study in some other countries, the reinfection of uh, COVID-19 is about 15%. China will occur a second wave of the pandemic in the future. Therefore, the government and the public cannot relax the guard. Particularly, the government should improve the early monitoring mechanism on the potential new variant of the virus. In addition, the government also needs to uh, improve the level of forecasting uh, the trend of the pandemic with uh, the scientific measures. That was Professor Zhao Dehai from the School of International and Public Affairs at Shanghai Jiao Tong University. Beijing will soon carry out a survey to measure COVID-19 antibody levels across the population to assess the pandemic in the capital and refine its virus control strategy. The deputy director of the Beijing Center for Disease Prevention and Control says the city plans to conduct serological tests on 5,000 residents in February and March. The city aims to look for antibodies triggered by a previous infection, and such surveys will likely be rolled out regularly. Survey participants will also fill out a questionnaire on their test results, vaccination status, and the course of their infections and treatments. For many doctors in China, the Spring Festival in 2020 was a time they'll never forget. Over 42,000 medics across China traveled to Hubei province to help contain the COVID outbreak there. Now, after China downgraded management of the virus almost three years later, Wu Bin spoke with a doctor about his life and what lies ahead. It's the first Monday after the Spring Festival holiday. Dr. Lu Xiang came to visit a 101-year-old patient this morning who was suffering severe pneumonia after being infected with COVID last December. For Dr. Lu, saving this patient is a challenge, but his entire team is handling severe COVID patients with much more confidence. But things were completely different when they came to support central China's Hubei province three years ago. The mood at that time was not quite the same. First, we just faced a new infectious disease for less than a month, and we just made it clear that it's a novel coronavirus and highly transmissible. There were quite a number of medical staff infected, and the patients were quite severe. We had trouble diagnosing the disease let alone treatment. To help Hubei, each city was paired up with one or two other provinces. Over 42,000 medics across China came to help. Lu led a 300-people support team from East China's Jiangsu province for Huangshi City. At first, it was a time of uncertainty. Lu and his colleagues had to learn about the virus as they race against time to save severely ill patients. You know it is dangerous, you know it will cause serious consequences, but you do not have a thorough understanding of the virus. As doctors learn more about the virus and its pathology, the treatment of patients became more targeted and clear. The National Health Commission had constantly updated treatment guidelines based on first-hand experiences from doctors like Lu Xiang, 
which then guided more doctors across China. It was also a time of unity. In less than three months, the COVID outbreak inside Hubei province was contained, and Lu Xiang returned to his normal life in Nanjing. But the virus keeps mutating around the world and posing new threats. No matter whether it is Delta or Alpha or Omicron, they are all transmitted to China from other countries, not mutated in China. That tells us if you don't prevent the virus strictly, it might mutate. So, based on your observation, what are the changes from the earliest strain and then Delta and Omicron? The general trend is that it becomes more transmissible most of the time and less pathogenic and deadly. Lu's conclusion comes after his experience of supporting different regions when major COVID outbreaks happened, especially in Shanghai and Tibet. We found that in temporary hospitals in Shanghai and Tibet, there were few critical patients, and the case fatality rate is even lower. That time, we realized that maybe soon the country will downgrade the management level of the disease. Patients will not need to be quarantined at designated hospitals. Starting from November 2022, China began relaxing COVID control measures when mass testing and quarantine couldn't stop the highly transmissible Omicron variant. Authorities said the COVID-19 prevention control in China had entered a new phase, and the focus had shifted to reducing severe cases. To deal with an anticipated peak of severe cases, China's National Health Commission required hospitals to enhance their abilities to treat severe patients. At around December 21st last year, the Provincial Health Commission asked about our plan for increasing beds for severe patients. We asked for 28 more beds. The next day, the Provincial Department of Finance gave us 16 million yuan of funding. That equipment has helped a lot. But compared to hardware, to Lu Xiang, the experience of fighting the virus in the past three years is much more important, and for this. China has prepared for three years. For about 10 to 20 days, almost all hospitals in China were treating fever, pneumonia, and respiratory disorder. These days were tough, tragic, solemn, and there were tears. But we passed it rather smoothly. Some senior citizens lost their lives sadly, but I believe the total death number of the past three years is no doubt low. China says COVID-19 infections during the Spring Festival have been low, and cases were in steady decline. Dr. Lu says his hospital was briefly under huge strain, though they got through and survived the pressure. But he believes that doctors still need to be prepared and vigilant for a new variant, since the COVID-19 pandemic is not over. That was Wu Bin speaking with Chinese doctors who've been dedicated to fighting COVID-19 for the past three years. With that, we end this episode of the fight against COVID-19. What's really going on? Subscribe to our podcast for another episode filled with facts, stories, and opinions concerning the global battle against the novel coronavirus. 
For more detailed stories about the pandemic, visit radio.cgtn.com or listen to our current affairs program, The Beijing Hour, online. Drop us a line on our podcast so we can provide you with even more content that interests you. I'm Shane Bigham. Thanks for listening.